Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart, Vascular, and Thoracic Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. I'm Melinda Sai, and I am a cardiologist at the Heart and Vascular Thoracic Institute at the Cleveland Clinic, and I would like to share the results of a study that we have recently published. This is in the space of COVID pandemic that we are all dealing with. And it is my tremendous honor and privilege to discuss the results on behalf of my colleagues and co-authors. I would specifically like to thank my co-authors, Drs. Suma Thomas, Dr. Nissen, Kathy Wolski, Ms. Wong, Dr. Dev Patel, Dr. Kumar, Dr. Il Giovanni, Dr. McWilliams, Mera, and my research coordinator, Barb Battelle, who helped tremendously with the study. As all of us have been dealing with the majority of 2020, the pandemic, it has created a havoc in our life. Lots of lost work days, lots of sick patients, lots of dead patients, unfortunately. So what we wanted to study is patients who are not symptomatic enough to be in the hospital, meaning outpatients. How would some therapies that have plausible biologic effects impact their disease duration and the symptom scores, et cetera? So let me walk you through what we did. Early on in the pandemic, like March or April of 2020, we were beginning to recognize that this is rapidly spreading. And majority of the patients do not need hospitalization, but they are symptomatic and can be treated at home. So the question we had was, what are the, some of the therapies, especially over-the-counter therapies, that can be used to help with these patients to reduce their disease burden? As many of us have read and follow, uh, there is some literature in terms of zinc, as well as ascorbic acid or vitamin C in, in reducing or at least reducing the, the rate of common cold, the common viral infection uh, that we often see. And this is a multi-billion dollar industry in the United States where patients or subjects that are affected by this, they take these over the counter. The data related to this is not as robust. The, the utility of this has not been demonstrated in a rigorously studied prior publications. So that was what we wanted to look at at the outset. So what we did was design this randomized controlled trial where we divided the patients into four groups. The first group would be standard of care. The second group was zinc at 50 milligrams. The third group was ascorbic acid or vitamin C at eight grams spread over multiple times a day with meals. And the fourth group combined zinc and ascorbic acid at the doses that we talked about. The original plan was to study little over 500 patients divided into these four groups. The endpoint, the primary endpoint that we wanted to study, it was a novel endpoint that we developed. It was based on a four symptom score. The four symptoms were developed based on the CDC guidelines at the time, which involved fever, cough, fatigue, and shortness of breath. Score was developed based on a score of zero to three, zero being no symptoms and three being severe symptoms. And so the maximum a patient would get would be 12, the minimum would be zero. So the primary endpoint was how many days does it take for the symptom score 
to get to 50% from where they started. So in short, the patient would act as their own control, for the lack of a better term. That was the primary endpoint. The secondary endpoint was how many days does it take the patient to get to a score of zero, hospitalizations, deaths, et cetera. Obviously, I will say this study was not powered to study death in all this. The huge thing about this study was how quickly we came up with the idea, ramped it up during the ex uh, extremely challenging times earlier in the pandemic when the entire health system was shut down, research was shut down. So we had to innovate and adapt the various processes that we take for granted in terms of doing research, including keeping the coordinators safe, in keeping all the, the distance between the patients and the coordinators. How do we get informed consent? How do we deliver the drugs to them? How do the patients monitor their symptoms? So it involved a lot of teamwork across multiple disciplines, including cardiology, respiratory institute, be involved sites all over the Cleveland Clinic facilities in Northeast Ohio, as well as our Florida Western facility. Uh, so that was a huge endeavor at the time to make it happen and make it happen, adapt in real time and do it quickly before things got completely out of hand. So the study got started towards the end of April. Sometime in October, uh, middle of October, we decided to do an interim analysis on 214 patients to see where we stand and whether or not this idea is gonna bear fruit. So at the end of the day, what we found in October, we had recruited 214 patients, relatively well distributed uh, across all four groups. What we found was the primary endpoint of reducing the symptom score by 50% did not achieve statistical significance. So across the standard of care group, as well as all the other groups, it was not any different. There was no difference in also any of the secondary endpoints. About 10% of the patients reported significant side effects, mostly in the ascorbic acid or the vitamin C group, and three patients died due to exacerbation of COVID-related symptoms. Uh, so obviously, because of low conditional power for achieving statistical significance, uh, we decided as a the, our OSMB met and decided to stop the trial in October. And so th the results that we are presenting are from a prematurely terminated trial of 214 patients. So basically what are some of the takeaway points from this study is teamwork. We were able to muster up a team across multiple disciplines, as I alluded to, in real time during incredibly challenging circumstances. We learned a lot, we innovated a lot, we adapted a lot. So teamwork, as I alluded to, was crucial, crucial. Necessity is the mother of invention, and to operationalize a trial like this was challenging, but we were able to do it. The third crucial thing is a lot of things make biologic and plausible sense. We like to do things just the way our grandparents used to do. Today, over-the-counter recipes, over-the-counter regimens are a multi-billion dollar industry. And a lot of these recommendations are based on no real substantive data. This is now a randomized controlled trial, which suggests, at least in the COVID population, that this concoction does not really work. It did not achieve primary or secondary endpoint. And the last thing I want to say is, 
a lot of uh, a trial of this magnitude to develop and execute a trial like this costs money. And I'm incredibly grateful to the Cleveland Clinic leadership for providing the resources the human personnel, as well as the financial aspect of it. This study was conducted entirely out of Cleveland Clinic internal funds that were generated uh, out of Philanthropy Institute, basically for the sole purpose of doing COVID research. An important message was learned from this negative trial about how to operationalize something complex, how to do it fast, adapt in real time, how to do it effectively with uh, non or, or non-traditional modes of financing. If you are a patient, what are the key takeaways from this study? You know, does it make sense to continue taking some of these medications? Clearly, the study demonstrates that the combination of zinc and vitamin C does not help reduce symptom score. But as a patient, you still need to uh, continue to do the right things, the social distancing, wearing a mask, staying healthy, talking to your doctor if you develop symptoms that you think may be due to COVID-19. Essentially, that is the bottom line as it relates to this disease. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback. Please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen at clevelandclinic.org slash loveyourheartpodcast. podcast.